You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Radiant Culture Podcast. This is your host, Cookie Monster. And this is our very first episode of the year. So it's pretty exciting to be here. Um, T-Mac is not here. So you're not going to be hearing her voice. Maybe that's a good thing. Nah, <laughs> nah I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, in fact, I'm joking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. Love you, T-Mac. But today we have some pretty exciting uh, people in the studio and we're in for an exciting, exciting discussion. So I'm going to start with some voices that you're familiar with, some people that you're familiar with. We've got our producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. What's Kent. going on? He's in the room, he's in the building. Yeah, you're going to be hearing a lot more of me this year. Yeah, we like it. It's man. my New Year's resolution. We like it. Not this business of you being <laughs> in the background. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Then we have Miss Style and Grace. Hello. Oh, I like wow. That I, like I love that, that nickname. I think I may just adopt it and go with it. Yeah, just, just own it. It's oh, I own it. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be part of this episode. Awesome. Awesome. And then we have a very special guest. This is somebody that very, I. Very, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. This, guy is, this guy is really special. It's taken seven years to get this guy to the podcast. What? How? What happened? He's too, he's just, he's too fresh for he's us. He's too expensive. I see that. Too fresh for us. But it's none other than Sean, the dance guru. Yeah. Sean, how's it going? What's up, guys? Um, I have receipts about this seven-year thing. However... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Super excited about being in the presence of great men and women, and nice. I'm ready to see where this conversation goes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So before we get into the topic of discussion today, I'm just going to ask Sean to, for the sake of our listeners, just to tell us a bit about who you are, who's Sean, where you from, what do you do, what are you about? Fantastic. Uh, so my name is Sean Mambere. I come from a family of six. Um, I'm the last boy. Um, I dance as a profession. That's what I do. I've been doing it for 18 years now. 18? Wow. Yeah. Two decades almost. Almost two decades. That's crazy, man. Um, That's almost how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. um, I've had the honor of traveling quite a bit, winning awards, several awards, and um, meeting important people in different places, uh, helping shape policy making around youth-related stuff. So, yeah, that's a bit about me. That's crazy. Nice. Nice. He's being modest. Sean is like a phenomenal, Very modest. <laughs> phenomenal dancer. And yeah, man, the, the, the dude knows his stuff and a whole bunch mm. of other stuff that he does. We're going to be getting into, into that a bit more. Uh, and of course, Grace. Grace has is, is, is recently joined the team. And um, so it's exciting. You, you heard her in our previous episode. So it's pretty exciting, man, to, to be here in this very first episode of the year. So today we're talking about does passion mean purpose? Mm. Mm. That's mm. the question. Does passion mean purpose? Maybe let me try and unpack that a bit. <clears throat> we have things that we're passionate about, 
right? We all have things that we're passionate about. If I were to ask anybody here what they're passionate about, like we've had, we have a whole ream of things, reams of things that we're like, I, I love this. I'm passionate about this. Some people are passionate about photography. Mm. I know somebody who's passionate about butterflies and cars. He, he's white. Mm. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so like. <laughs> <laughs> all, Show all collections, kinds of things. <laughs> you know, all sorts of things. But the, the question is, and then we have people who are passionate about other things that are more like um, maybe stuff like public speaking or, um, yeah, production and music. Yeah. But the question is, does the fact that you're passionate about something necessarily mean that that is your purpose? And I'll take that a step further to say, does that mean that that is your God-given purpose? So I want to talk a bit about that today. It's an in-house discussion. Well, kind of. Sean is part of the family. So, um, (laughs) yeah. So, so what, what do you guys think? What do you say? As the, as the year starts, I know people have their New Year's resolutions. I know people are still fired up about their goals. (laughs) 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 So, I think this is a relevant discussion to have. Um, so yeah, take it away, guys. Hmm. Maybe we should start by defining passion. I think. Okay. And defining purpose. Those are the two key mm. words: mm. passion and purpose. What is it to be passionate about something? And then what is it to have a purpose? Yeah. That's a, that's the challenge now. All right. <clears throat> Maybe let's look for some dictionary definitions. Passion. Ah, uh, you know what comes up first? I wonder. Passion Java. <laughs> <laughs> so I think as you're looking into that, um, yeah. um, when I think of passion, I think to to put my seven cents in trying to define that word, it's those things that are inherently in you Mm. that you Mm. don't mind doing even if you don't get paid for it. Mm. Things that you can literally spend the whole day doing and you find so much fulfillment and joy out of that, whether it's it fulfills you or you see it helping those around you Mm. get to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. Um, So that's what I would call passion. Um, Purpose is like something that's specific for a certain thing. So when I think of a knife, you can only use it for cutting. You can't use it as a hammer mm. <laughs> right. because it's, it, it, it has lost its purpose if you use it for anything else other than that which it was made for. So purpose is that which you are particularly created and made for that only you can do because mm. a knife can only cut, Right. It can't do anything else. Maybe okay. in Zimbabwe it can it can be a screwdriver. I don't know. Yeah. It, it I have mm. done so myself. Yes, it will be. It will be. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, but for the most part, I yeah, um, it's something that you've been created to do, that you're only wired to do, and you are the only person who has the key to unlock that particular thing for you to be able to be fruitful in that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. So thanks, Ron. I just want to read. Uh, the dictionary definitions here. So for passion, not Java, for passion <laughs> is a strong and barely controllable emotion. That's one of the definitions. And then it says an intense desire mm. or enthusiasm for mm. something, mm. which I think is probably more, more fitting here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
because the first one I think is talking about anyway we're not we're not talking about that today um, so I like what Sean said and the analogy that you gave there about um, purpose that there's the aspect of design that mm. is designed it's something that you've been designed to do maybe we'll, we'll, we'll unpack that a bit more but just talking about passion if we just if we can just come back to passion what would you guys say you're passionate about maybe just like one thing i'm passionate about all things creative and mm. yeah i just love the arts yeah um whether it's music or movies or um, acting or well, dancing. congrats on the short on the short film. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That you guys did the, the premiere. Mm. Thank you so much. How come you were not there? I didn't invite I you. I My bad. There, no, you were there, Kent. He, I was sitting next to him. <laughs> did I talk to you afterwards? <laughs> we he you left. We uh, we spoke before. Before that's yeah, but I could, I could see you were busy, man. You were, oh, yeah, I, I had to leave over, early. I was all over the place. I had another meeting, yeah, but right. that was that was brilliant. Ah, yeah. Thanks. It Thank was you. really good. Yeah. Thank you very all much. You and the team appreciate it. Yeah. Shout out to the production team. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for coming together with their creative minds and putting all that together. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk a bit more about that because I think some of our listeners would be keen to hear about. Yeah. That. Mm. Yeah. 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 But we'll, we'll get into that just now. Cool. Mm. Grace? Um, I think I have a similar passion to love the arts, love creativ- creativity, love, love music. Um, and I love books too. Um, those those are my passions. That's the area. That's the space that I enjoy as well. So I'm not too different from Sean here. Nice. Mm. <clears throat> can, you, can you dance as well? I wish I could. I really wish I could. I I forgot to schedule bust. lessons with Sean here. I was about to say, bust a move. Bust a move for the listeners. <laughs> I mean, define dancing. If if moving to the left and to the right is dancing, then yeah, I can I can do that. <laughs> so, okay, we'll, we'll give you an opportunity yeah. to, bust, to bust some moves. Come on now. Yeah. Cool. Mr. Kent? I'm passionate about mine. <laughs> this guy come on straight shooter <laughs> I am passionate about mine <laughs> right <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't have to be joking man it's, it's, it's okay it's okay we won't judge you yeah no but I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about seeing things it's it's quite similar to Sean but I'm passionate mm. about see, think, seeing things come to life so it's it's creativity really yeah mm. you know like I like having an idea and seeing it come to life. Mm. I'm really mm. passionate about mm. it. Um, sometimes even when you don't make money from whatever you've done, but it, it comes together, it, the thing happens in itself. And then even if you take a little bit of a knock, but the yeah. thing really takes shape, you still have that fulfillment. Like, ah, oh, it actually happened. Yes, that knocked on my but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. The thing happened. So I'm really passionate about that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> cool. And I would say... I'm yeah I I'm passionate about creative stuff as well I guess I've got a passion for for music um, and I'm involved in music and stuff and then oddly I'm passionate about cars I really love cars come on since I was since I was very young cars racing all of that stuff you know I'm the sort of person like when you, if you check out my YouTube um, history and stuff there's just 
lot of car stuff. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> one way to find out about people's passions is just go on the Instagram and hit the explore button. Oh right. Ah yeah. If you yeah. do that on mine, yeah. 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 Like, yes. studio yes. video mm. film no, stuff. You know, mm. Like you just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know this. What about like, rap? You know, you used to rap. Do people know? Kids used to rap. <laughs> Guys, this <laughs> come on, guys. Rapper. Can you drop a few bars for us? <laughs> what is the stage name? I'm curious. Hey man, since the box has been opened, just give us, give us something. Give us. <laughs> what is the closed chapter, guys? <laughs> the stage name was Trip Lock. It was Trip Lock. Oh, Trip Lock. Yeah. Wow. They, they had a group called Heaven's Language. Yeah. Actually, before then, even because Keith and I went to high school together. Yeah. yeah. And I know this guy was always into into rap, into hip-hop and stuff. Hip-hop culture. Hip-hop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should reintroduce Heaven's Language. (laughs) Trip lock. Yeah. (laughs) More loves and more fish. (laughs) (laughs) They had a track. No, I've got to... to, Sorry, guys. I'm just going to say this. This is a... Slight digression. It was a hit, though. <laughs> These guys did a single called More Loaves and More Fish. Come on. Wow. Him, him and a guy called Blah. And God Blah. did something amazing with it. And it just, and it, and it took off, like it, it took blew off. up. During, really? Yeah. So literally, like, <laughs> the song is talking about, you know, the five loaves yeah. and the two fish, mm. right? Yeah. And we're talking about God's multiplication. So we did the track at a mm. studio. And then from nowhere, different guys just started doing remixes for it. He's one of them. He did a remix. Okay. I then did a remix. Simba Tags did a remix. They actually oh, yeah. two <clears throat> remixes. Some people said just started doing remixes. Ended up having 18, 18 remixes. Wow. So the single oh, had wow. like eight songs. <laughs> 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 was like a whole album. Yeah. Wow. More loaves and more fish. More flows and more hits. It's like whoever, <laughs> whichever music producer heard it was like, I gotta do a remix to this. <laughs> Oh, wow. Maybe you should do oh, an wow. I'm a piano item. Yeah, Maybe yeah. And then do a, like an Apple Beats item. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man, that that's 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 amazing. That's amazing. That was that's an amazing. interesting era. Yeah. Um of our lives. But anyway, so this guy this guy's been involved in a lot of stuff. Anyway, I'm just asking this guy because there's gonna be a follow-up question. Mm. Um which is Is your passion something that you're that, that you believe I've got to ask this carefully. Is your passion something that you are, that, that's actively or directly connected to your purpose? Do you get me? Or is it just something independent on its own? Do you think, the, do you think there's, a, there's a connection there between what you're passionate about and your purpose? And purpose, yeah, I'm, I'm using the definition that Sean gave. Mm. We use the analogy of the knife that the knife is made for a specific purpose, mm. which mm. is to cut, right? Mm. Mm. And whatever else knives do. Screwdriver. And <laughs> that too. But would you say that your passion is connected to your purpose in some way? Just in the way that your life is played out. And it's not it's not a trick question. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's a question. Ah. <laughs> uh. I would say both end. Okay. 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 Um, I think even when we read scripture, they we always we don't take verses out of context. Mm-hmm. We always have to make sure that we understand the context to understand the meaning for which mm-hmm. that particular passage was written the way it was. Mm. 
So for me, with that same token of appreciation, context in which these things are being defined has to come into play. Yeah. <laughs> being in Zimbabwe, I can't wake up and say I want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But in America, I can. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of the context. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. And the environment in which this is happening. Mm-hmm. So... I am a Zimbabwean and I'm passionate about dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my context in Zimbabwe says, my friend, passion, your passion is not, uh, it's a hobby. It's not mm-hmm. a vocation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I take it to a place like America or the UK, it's seen as a vocation. Wow. That's not a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's why I say for me, both end. Um, so I think when it comes to passion, we always have to have wisdom for necessity. What do I mean by that? I mean, if I'm passionate about dancing in Zimbabwe and it doesn't pay the bills, I have to find something that allows me to pay the bills so that I can continue with my passion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which then leads for me fulfilling my purpose. Because in that case, my passion is attached to my purpose that I want to excel in the arts. Right. For others... The environment is conducive. They are business-minded people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here, if you want to be an accountant, you are passionate about about numbers. Mm-hmm. Ah, your mom will be like, "Yes, you are wearing a certain tie. By all means, my son, go and you thrive because the environment is built in such a way for you mm-hmm. to thrive, and then that then becomes your purpose because you excel in that field. So I think context matters okay. for both and to define whether your passion becomes your purpose or the environment just tells you, yes, you're passionate about this, but I think your purpose... So, hey, I'm, I'm on a soapbox. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, someone who comes to mind is Moses. When God came to him, mm-hmm. he was like, I want you to go and save my people. The first thing he said was, I can't speak. Right. Was he gifted? Was he passionate about that? For me, I think he wasn't because yeah. like, I'm not gifted in that. Mm-hmm. I, it's not in my it's not in my wiring in my DNA, but the necessity in the environment was what God equipped for him to have that purpose to go and bring the people out of Egypt to the promised land. So God God had purposed God for had him to purposed that. That's very interesting. God had purposed him for. But that. I want to add to that. Uh-huh. Thank you for choosing that scripture because mm. I see earlier before that incident when you were still in the palace. Mm. There was a passion and a zeal to see his people liberated, mm. such that he went to the extent of killing the Egyptian yes. woman. So that yes. passion, mm. even though he couldn't speak, but that mm. passion to see justice, was to there. liberate, was was like, there. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. That's that's yeah. That's a good scripture you've just brought out. So, quick one, quick one. While I still while I'm I'm yeah. still on this train of thought. Sean, just to talk about you specifically, I, I know you personally. You, you've got a, you've chosen a very interesting career path, right? Yeah. You are a professional dancer in Zim with a mathematics degree, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most bizarre thing, right? Yeah, you're weird, right? Anyways, <laughs> no jokes. But seriously, so Sean is this prolific dancer. Uh, he's just, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. Mm. And, um, you still have, you've got a dance studio or had a dance studio. I had one. I had to close it down for financial purposes. Okay. It was no longer feasible as a business model. Okay. To cool. run with. Yeah. All right. But Sean, so he, here's what I'm wondering. You went into dance. It's not because you couldn't get into anything else. Cause some people get into 
stuff because that, that's the only option that's there. Mm. Right. So you've got a brilliant mind. You've got a mathematical mind and everything, but you decided to go into dance. Yeah. I'd like to know, firstly, how did you manage to convince your parents that this yeah. is this is what I've chosen to do after all that money that you spent <clears throat> sending me to university <clears throat> to study to study this this is the path I've chosen that's number one and number two do you have you gotten into dance because it's something that you're passionate about or what, is it something that you've always been passionate about or do you get do you then get into it because it was something you believed was your purpose right yeah. That's a good one. Um, you need to remind me of the second one. I might forget it after I answer the first one. Come on, bro. Remember. Uh, <laughs> Journey huh? to numbers, then I'll remember. <laughs> um, convincing my parents, it wasn't easy. It, it was difficult. Because um, I started dancing when I was during my second year of varsity. Okay. Um, after I, I, I heard God call me to it. Because right. prior to that, I was a good soccer player. Wow. Okay. I was scouted to go to Sheffield United because yeah, wow. we had those Coca-Cola National yes, Finals as high yes, school. So yes. they'll bring in these scouts and they scouted me like, we want to go with this young boy for, to our academy. And then, um, long story short, it didn't happen. You that, were a soccer guy. Right? Yes. You know the, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's it? how I can totally relate. Exactly. <laughs> so that dream was shattered. Mm-hmm. So just from that... I knew we won the Coca-Cola in our year, by the way. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we made it. We never won it. We made it to the final, though. Ah, so. But we were disqualified because of Danger for Pants. Ah, oh, Danger! Because <laughs> right? yes, he was over eight. Lied about oh, his age. Oh, my <laughs> word. I remember, I remember this. Ah, yay. Ah, snap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm wow. sure God has forgiven Danger for Pants, Danger. wherever you are. Oh yeah. my! He ended up word. playing for Dynamos, I think. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually went forward yeah. with it. Ah, nice. Yeah. So I think so. For me, I knew from the get go that I was wired to be a physically active person. Okay. Because I loved the idea of engaging both my mind and my body at the same mm. time. So when I went for attachment in the third year, I found myself sitting on a desk. And my mind is working, mm. making my boss happy with the numbers, projections, whatever you could call it. But my body was just mm. couch potato. And right. for me, that sealed it. Like, no, I'm not cut out for a suit and tie. Okay. This is not me. Mm. So because the dream for soccer was shattered, I then, God called me like, you know what? Since you love this, you are passionate about engaging both these two things. Mm. Why don't you dance? Can, can I, I just want to stop you just for a second. Mm. So when you say God called you yeah what, what exactly does that what exactly does that mean i'm asking just for the sake of everybody listening um was it an audible voice was it was it yeah. a dream was it a vision is was it somebody coming and prophesying to say god has called you to this how did how did you know that it was god so i've heard god god's voice twice in my life is it uh, in my recollection mm-hmm. it could be more whatever but mm-hmm. in my recollection is twice the first time was when he called me for this, I just given my life to Christ mm-hmm. at that point. And you know, when you're a new believer, you, you're just all about wanting to make much yes. of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. So what can I do? How can yes. I tell people about you? Mm. And he was like, dance to this. Wow. Oh, dance to what? Christian music. There is something called Christian music. 
Christian hip hop. I didn't know all of that wow, prior right. to me being saved. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, God, how can people hear about you in such a way that they don't have to mute me mm-hmm. and say, I don't like this music. Cause it's easy if I give someone a CD mm-hmm. and then they can just press pause. Like, I don't like this music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I dance, mm-hmm. they cannot stop what I'm doing. They have to watch until I finish. Right. And in essence, they are listening mm-hmm. To the Christian music wow. that I want to listen, wow. therefore getting God to, for them to hear God from the way from my perspective. Mm-hmm. So that informs the choice of music that I use for my career and all of that because I still remember that calling. Mm-hmm. So that's how I heard God's voice. He just said, "Dance to it." If you're really passionate about people wanting to hear about me and you are passionate about there not being any interruption mm-hmm. when you start speaking about me, dance to it. Because when you do a five-minute routine. That's five minutes of them hearing about me Wow! through your craft. So that's how it happened. And then fast forward, come back home. I tell my parents, I'm like, yeah, um, this is what I want to do after I finish my degree. Yeah, they laughed. They're like, which year is this? This was 2006. Wow. Mm. And we all know what 2008 was like. Oh, right. Yeah. The most difficult time <clears throat> that yep. this country's ever faced. Yeah. So they were like, I ah, know it's fine. By the time he finishes... You will understand how life is difficult mm-hmm. and you'll say, you know what, let's go to the blue collar job or white collar job. But I didn't. I stayed. So it was a tug of war because they're like, so you're really serious about this jazz. Wow. You, 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 you're not moving back. You're not sharing away. I'm like, no, I, I've heard God speak to me. Uh, that is so crazy. And I want to be faithful to it. Whether it succeeds or not, that's a different subject. Uh. But being faithful to the calling is what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. So it took my mom five years to give me a blessing. Wow. It took my dad an extra year to that, six years. Okay. Mm. For them to give me their blessing and actually come and watch me dance uh-huh. for the first time. That is so that's great. how it worked out for me in terms mm-hmm. of calling mm-hmm. and hearing God's voice and knowing that this was my purpose. Because back in the day, I just used to play soccer. Mm-hmm. I just found so much fulfillment and joy in engaging both my mind and my body mm. at the very same time and not separating the two. And I think when I look back now, I just think of this whole thing between the soul and the body. Mm. Like people say the soul is more important than the body. No, both of those are made by God. Right. And they are together. Mm. Even when someone dies, when they resurrect again, the body is going to be reunited. Mm. But now a good, perfect body mm. that's come from him. So I think for me, all those all of those things are things that play in my mind. Like... Let's engage the mind and the body and see wow. what God does. And then Good question. So you said you heard God's voice. You, you, in your life, you've heard God's voice twice. You said twice? Twice. What was the second time? The second time was at, uh, it's a more of a, at when I was laying my wife and son to rest oh, at the right, gravesite. Right, right, right. Uh, at that time, he was like, Sean, everything I've done in your life, and every opportunity I've given you in your life has been a, an opportunity for you to glorify me. Mm. What are you going to do today? Wow. Wow. So this is at the, at the funeral? At the funeral. Yeah. The casket is there. It's about to lay. I had not planned to say anything because it was a difficult time. Yeah. Then he comes in and says, every opportunity, you've wanted to glorify me. What are you going to do today? And then I responded. Wow. And I mm. shared. So that was the second time. That is, wow. that is, that is, so, that is so insane. Sean? Um, wow. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, just again, I've got, I've got a, I've got a couple of questions concerning that what you just shared, but maybe a, b- a bit later on. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you, if you guys, if you guys have any, yeah. else, please feel free. So, 
do, do you think that, because Sean, you've got a very unique story, mm-hmm. right? But I know there are people who may not have stories that are as spectacular in the sense that they've not necessarily heard God mm-hmm. in that way. And then, but then there's just this tug because I know it's a it's a struggle for a lot of people when yeah. you're thinking, okay, I I went and I studied law mm. or accounting because mm. you know our parents want us to study those. Doctor, lawyer, pilot. Yeah, yes, you know, you know the, the conventional, yeah. tried and tested professions. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But then maybe you're like, but in my heart, I want to be a producer like mm. Mr. Kent. Or you mm. want to, but then you know, it's just not going to happen in that way because there's no way you, because maybe your dad is like, because mm. he's, he's like, if I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay for this. Yeah. So what, what I'm just wondering, guys, is passion. At what point, um, at what point does passion become purpose? D- do you get me? Mm. Or I don't think passion ever becomes per- purpose, but I think your passion drives your purpose. Okay. Mm. Wow. And the that sense that um, I look back at the things I've always been passionate about. First of all, football, like. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like Sean here. Yeah. Everyone knows I'm a football fanatic. You was a goalie, man. <laughs> Manchester United. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so football. Um, and then a good friend of mine, Blah, introduced me to rap when we were in junior school. And I got into rap music, hip hop music, and I got into music in general. Um, um, film. I'm passionate about film. So mm-hmm. I then look at all those things. I'm like, okay, am I really passionate about film, football, and music, or is there a certain a certain passion? What what do those things sort of define mm-hmm. in a way? And I see that it's it's entertaining. Mm. It's to mm. entertain. So I then think that the passion to entertain drives the purpose. Then the purpose could be something like what he's saying to glorify God mm-hmm. or to minister to people so he does it through dance mm. but that passion is driving that purpose to minister to people mm-hmm. in that particular manner come on yeah come on so which is why it was like if it wasn't going to be soccer it was going to be yeah dance, dance. you know mm. right yeah okay yeah, yeah it's, okay it's quite interesting because i often hear people saying god placed this desire in my heart you know so it must be there for a reason yeah and I guess that, like Sean is saying, it needs a lot of wisdom to to know whether this is from God, uh, mm. or this is worth pursuing, or this is something that you're thinking of on mm. your own. And I also think like God, in a number of places in the Bible, you see him use the passion that those people had. Look at Paul, mm. his zeal. To get letters, to travel, to the mm-hmm. something that the, Put the apostles were not <clears throat> doing themselves. They were <coughs> confining themselves to Jerusalem. Come on. Mm-hmm. But he was like, let's put these guys to jail. And if they escape, I will go away. Mm-hmm. And that passion, when it was turned around, look at what he did. He took the gospel as far as he could. Mm-hmm. You look at Christ. Exactly. And the disciples. Yes. Where did he find them? Yeah. They were fishers. fishing. They were yeah, fishing. Wow. <laughs> they were gathering. Yes. Mm. And then God said, 
I will transform you yeah. to from being fishermen to, to be fishers of, of men. men. Yeah. Still the same thing that they yeah. are passionate about, yeah. but redirected yeah. for his glory and his purposes. For the kingdom. For yeah. the kingdom. So all those things, same thing we just talked about Moses now. He was mm. passionate about what? Wanting to just people to see people free. Exactly. Especially those from 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 his lineage. lineage yeah. mm. And God's like, okay, if you if you're bang about speaking, yeah. I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out. But it, it didn't deter him exactly. much from what he was already yeah. wanting to do and what mm. he was how he was already living it out. He just went on and then it was now from one person to multitudes. Don't you think we're also living thanks John, don't you think we're also living in a in an in an era where the word passion has become over almost like um overused mm-hmm. or th- there's an overemphasis on mm-hmm. on passion, passion because what yeah. are you passionate about do what gives you do what you love mm-hmm. and the money will follow you know there's yeah. a lot of yeah. like instagram reels and all of this stuff there's mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of stuff that passion and then passion then is equated with this like what you are drawn to mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. but then when we look at scripture, and I'm just trying to come back to, um, to to scriptural examples here, that would you say, and I'm just, this is me just wondering, would you say that Peter and these guys were passionate about fishing or did it, did it just happen to be what they, what their trade was? Do you get me? Mm. So like, mm. do, does Jesus, does God always use the thing that you are passionate about? Because why I'm saying this is we, we could then now start thinking, ah, there's no way God is going to use this because I'm not passionate about it. But maybe you're skilled at it. And no. not maybe you, you're not necessarily mm. super enthusiastic about it, mm. but it's a skill that you've got that then that God can then convert into something that, that he uses. Do, do you get me? Mm. And I'll tell you why I'm saying this. Um. The I once heard I was at a business meeting the one time and the guy it was like a Christian business meeting. Somebody got up and spoke about how God had what what they were passionate about and how God had used their passion for this, 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 this. And the guy got up, he's a quite quite a prominent business person. He got up and he said, But you know what, young man, you gotta you've gotta be careful that you don't mistake you, you you don't think that your passion necessarily has to be the thing that will make you money because mm-hmm. that's not, not always the case mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's the things that you're not necessarily passionate about that are going to build you mm-hmm. then you can then always do the things that you're, you're passionate about meaning that those two things aren't always aren't, aren't always connected mm-hmm. okay but let me come back to my point my point is just simply that um i think we also have to be careful about the definition of of passion mm-hmm. As in, sometimes it's the things that it, it's not always the things that you're like, Ish, I'm rearing to go with this. That sometimes could it be that sometimes God will use stuff that you may not necessarily be passionate about mm-hmm. in that way, right? Correct. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, but I think behind every purpose, I do feel like God places a passion around the thing. Mm to drive you but i'm but what what we see is that not everything that you're going to do in that purpose 
you're going to be passionate about. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? I think that's a better way. Someone like Sean, yeah, 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 yeah. he might he might enjoy dancing, but maybe he doesn't enjoy marketing or selling <laughs> services. You know what I mean? You might enjoy being on stage, but he doesn't enjoy looking for clients to say, hey, mm. where am I getting okay. my next, mm. you know, knocking on the door? Can I do a choreography? It might not be, but Got it's it. a necessary thing for him to be able to Got get it. gigs, mm. that sort of thing. Um, so I think there are things that you may do that you're not necessarily passionate about, but in general, you are passionate about um, the thing the purpose is going to achieve. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Got it. You, you find some sort of fulfillment and some, you have some sort of desire to see that outcome. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Mm. I actually wanted to add yeah. <clears throat> uh, to what Kenny said um, and, and say that giving myself as an example, when I started dancing, I loved it, but it was not paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, the thing that I, trained for that I didn't want to do this math degree mm-hmm. is what I had to do to bring in the money to pay my bills okay. to be able to continue with this thing that I was passionate about yeah so I was still rocking the stage and you not know, getting paid <laughs> like ah, Sean, you know what you need Sean come and dance for us because you need exposure Ooh. that's what you need yeah. but exposure does Doesn't not pay, pay the, the bills, bills. Yeah. yeah so how do I continue on that trajectory if I'm not paying the bills and I don't have anywhere to stay what did I end up doing? I ended up doing the very thing that I didn't like to do, using my math degree, mm. my, my mind only mm. detached from my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now doing tutoring lessons, private lessons, yeah. doing this, and that's giving me the money. Mm-hmm. But when I'm talking about, Sean, what do you do? I would not mention this. Yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. I dance. How that's are you surviving? So to Ken's point, this thing that in God's providence he put in my life mm-hmm. fueled the passion that I have mm-hmm. to be effective. Exactly. If I had stopped that and I just went with passion, 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 this is mm-hmm. why I said at the beginning that there has to be wisdom for necessity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The wisdom for me to say, Sean, you don't like this. If you had it your way, you'd actually do away with it. Mm-hmm. But this is the only thing you have if you want to fuel this to be able to bear fruit that you want to see. Yeah. And I had to do that. That's a very good example. There's another example I'm always giving to friends, even you know, work colleagues, when they always ask me, oh, tell us about your journey. How did you how did you meet your wife? How did you get married? And that sort of thing. And I'm always telling them that, me, I'm not passionate about cars. But my friend got me into mm. cars. Mm. But because I was really, really, I wanted to get married. I did the most ridiculous things that I hated. I used to get onto chicken bus with this guy sitting next to me, this cookie monster. <laughs> chicken bus going to Messina, sometimes all the way to Durban, no. to go get a car because uh. I was fundraising for Rora. Hey, hey. But I think I enjoyed it because it was the passion to say, I want to get married yeah. to this woman, that I did those, those kinds of things. Mm. Similar mm. to Sean, the passion... To continue dancing. I've, I've forgotten mm. about that. Got him to do those things. <laughs> the, the maths. Mm. To, to pay the bills so he could still justify continue to, continuing to dance. I just wanted to add yeah, something yeah, else yeah. quickly. <laughs> I think... Sorry, you want to say something? Yeah, I was about to... Uh, just to double click on that. Sometimes we go through seasons where we're, we're, not, we're not doing things that we're passionate about yeah. at all. Like yeah. at all. And that's, is like what you're saying, it's just to prepare us for 
when we finally get to do what yeah. we want. Like, I've had seasons. I'm not really, I don't consider myself like the best person when it comes to numbers or maths or administration. Yeah. But I've had seasons where I had to do that. Mm. And I know that God, through it, God is preparing me for something. Yeah. And so, uh, just yeah, to add on to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I think, again, adding more to that is, I think, to your point, Kuda, when we're talking about passion, mm -hmm. there are questions that come, at least to my mind, is when I think of, when I'm asking myself, Sean, what are you passionate about? I have to ask myself one question, which is, what would you not mind doing the whole day? Yeah. We're not talking about what does it give you in return. Right. What would you not mind doing the whole day? Number one, when you look out at the world, mm -hmm. what makes you cringe? What makes you cry? What makes you feel like, I wish I could do something to just change this situation? Mm -hmm. All those are indicators of this wiring and this passion mm -hmm. we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Now, that thing in and of itself, we don't know whether the context allows it to thrive or not, but at least it's an indicator mm -hmm. that you're wired in this direction. Then the environment says, okay, if, so you have people who start something else to fuel this particular yes. thing to be able to do it. Because mm. yeah. if they just do that by itself, yeah. they won't go far. However, I'll say one thing that with passion, it has to be bigger than you. Mm. Right? If, if, if the passion that all of us have is how will it make me look good? How will it make me mm. look amazing? How will it benefit me? Without something in you saying, how will it benefit, how will it benefit the next person? Right. Or the next group of people. Then we have to question the motive for you doing that thing that you're saying you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, I feel like the way God wired us, he wired us to look beyond ourselves. Yeah. The same way when you look at Christ, he left for us. Mm -hmm. He came for us. Mm. I did not come here to be served. I came to serve. And if we're wanting to be more like Christ, we're like, okay, this thing I'm passionate about, is it just benefiting me? Mm. Or it's me plus? Mm. Or better still, it's them minus me. Hmm. Wow. Yo. Yo. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a whole other, yeah. <laughs> other angle there. Which brings me to the other point, which is that I guess things like, <clears throat> like this sort of a discussion would be different from for, for people who know god mm. and for people who don't because in a, in a worldly kind of uh perspective people do things because it's for, for self-fulfillment many times yeah yeah worse when you look at the way the world is structured now with social media with all these things a lot of people are doing things for likes mm -hmm. for, oh, yeah. for reactions Clout. for mm -hmm. all these things right because we i, I want to be out there i want to push my brand i want to be seen and not necessarily because there's a greater purpose beyond that mm. because the goal is just to become famous right whereas i think when you look at uh people who are following god the question must always be bigger than how is it going to serve me? And, and I love mm -hmm. what you're saying there, that what's God saying about it? Mm -hmm. Whose life is it going to impact? Mm -hmm. um, is God's approval mm -hmm. on it? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So we've always got to be thinking beyond just 
beyond just ourselves, which which I think is actually yeah yeah, yeah. quite profound. It is yeah. very profound, and not always easy yeah. though. Yeah, not always easy because we're human, and naturally sometimes ego gets into the yeah. way. Oh yeah, what people think of us get gets into the way. Yeah. You know all of that. And and I'd like to add that, um, like I said, I think passion drives purpose. Mm. Mm. So you've got to be careful because the enemy can influence your passion to drive his purpose. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that is deep. Yeah. So you've got to be careful. Mic drop. What you're using your passion for? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd have yeah. dropped my mic, but it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh my goodness me. I think this is the part where keeping in step with the spirit yes. comes. Mm. Yes. Because yes. what could start off as a God honoring, passionate, yeah, driven purpose mm. if you do not keep in step and saying, God, am I wow. still on track? Absolutely. Mm. Am I still within your will? Yeah. Mm. It can be then diverted to be what Ken just talked about. Mm. Yo, absolutely. And earlier we were talking with Sean about character. I mean, that is, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, character. That's, that's where it comes in, where you have the gifting for something. Mm-hmm. You have, some call it the anointing, but mm. you don't have <laughs> the character <laughs> to actually, you know, stay on the right path and to realize that you're there because God put you there, mm. put you in that position and you go mm. off on your own tangent and you're trying to, you know, you're using the wrong motives. Mm. So just developing your character. I remember Sean was saying that earlier. It's mm. important to just have developed that character yeah. and have God develop it yeah. for you, you know. That's good I, remember, I remember Pastor Tom used to say this a lot that, you know, talent can take you to the top, but it's character that keeps mm. you there. Hey. That's yeah, great. He used to say that quite a lot. Yeah. And what's crazy, man, and thanks for sharing that, because what's crazy is that I think as you get older and yeah. as you see life unfold, you, you actually start to see the, the wisdom in, in something like that. Yeah. Um, for example, if you look at the, the amount of, just the amount of ministers, prominent ministers that are getting caught up in all kinds of scandals or the amount of people who start off a certain way, mm. then now when they become famous and well-known, they just, they, mm. they succumb to the pressure yeah. that comes with, with stuff. I remember us talking, I think we did, a, we did an episode on Christian, I think Christian celebrities yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah. and, and Sean, maybe I'll throw this one at you because I know you're actively involved in this space where there, there are lots of Christian events happening mm. around, lots of concerts, especially here, Lots of concerts, lots of shows, like great. Mm. The the quality of the yeah. productions keeps going up, going and it's up. it's amazing. Yeah, but you know, during the holiday, I was just thinking. Um, I know there were multiple Christian events happening, and I, and I thought to myself that what is the what is the purpose mm. That's of of these events? Mm. And the first thought that comes, like ah, I've got to stop being a hater, or you're, you're overthinking. Then I, then I was like, no. Seriously, seriously speaking, why are we doing? So if a Christian artist comes or if a Christian artist does um, an event, and I've got several friends who are Christian artists, prominent and everything, but what is the purpose of the events that we're doing? Mm. Is it just for entertainment? Christian entertainment? Mm. Is it just for, is, is it to push our own brand out there? 
are, are people actively thinking when I go and watch a, a gospel artist, are they thinking I'm going there because I want to go for an encounter with God? Right. Are they going because they're like, I, I want to see who's the best, whatever, mm. you know? So just speaking about this, when, when it comes to, to, to this whole space <coughs> and just this aspect of the purpose that we ought to have for doing things as Christians, because it's got to go beyond us. If Chris Brown comes and does a concert, Chris Brown is doing a concert and we want to go yeah. there, have a good time and watch <laughs> Breezy do his thing. But yeah. I think it's, it's totally different for Sean when, he, when he's up there and dancing. Yeah. Do, do you get me? That is yeah. more than just about, hey, Sean is so cool and he's busting moves and then like all the chicks scream and be like, yeah. And then th there's something greater. So uh, maybe if you can just speak into that a bit, you know, how, how have, what, what are some of the challenges that you've seen um, in, in the entertainment space, Christian showmanship, if I can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> that space. I, uh, and, and how have you managed to guard against some of those things? Guys, it's a daily battle. Wow. Mm. There's no time to rest. Because for me, being in the entertainment industry, everything that's happening in and around me is wanting to elevate me to this place where he's the best. Mm -hmm. mm. There's none like him. This place of glory. Mm. This place where your pride is, is put on clouds. That even if, like what happened to Christ, hey, throw yourself and the angels will catch mm. you. You tend to feel like that. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is looking up to me. Yeah. Mm. And that's a dangerous place oh, wow. to be. Mm. Wow. Very dangerous place to be. One thing, I thank God that he allowed me to do this. I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect in, in, in that, but I, it's exactly the statement that, uh, Ken said. Um, I always pray that God never take me to any level of success that my character cannot sustain. Mm. Mm. Because there's something about us giving our lives to Christ where you're just passionate about him. And somehow that fire dies down. Mm -hmm. The more you achieve these heights mm -hmm. and now you begin to talk less about him. And you elevate your brand. <laughs> you begin to mention less about him, him. Yeah. And you elevate your awards and your accolades. Wow. And the places that you've been. And the question to me is, was that your first love? If that was your first love, then you should have started that from the get-go. Because mm. oh, wow. God is still the same yesterday, today and forever. So what you said to him, like, God, I want to make much of you in everything I do, mm -hmm. should not change because you've achieved this yeah. this success, yeah. mm -hmm. it should still be the same. So when people come to watch me dance, they'll hear from either I'm going to say something or the song that I'm doing is going to say something or the content that I'm going to share or the caption. Mm -hmm. I make sure that I point people to him. Mm -hmm. That yes, I'm excelling, I won awards and doing this, but it's because of him yeah. and it's for him. Mm -hmm. And the way that we can guard this in our industry uh -huh. is having a community of people that always check on you. Cause Ooh. we now have these people that That's good, man. Yeah. I, I can't even go and keep him accountable. Yeah. No, but who was there when you started yes. the people that you went to when you started, yes. who are those people? They haven't changed. They are still, as a matter of fact, they are still in that humble place where you were, where you were. Yeah. It's only you who has gone to a different height, uh -huh. but they are still as objective as they were when you were there 
to where you are now. Yeah. You still need them in your life. Yes. Christianity is not a solo sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're not made for individuality. Mm. We're made to run together. Mm. Right. And if we're made to run together, let that iron sharpen your iron. And when yeah. iron sharpens iron, it's not a nice thing. There are sparks. Yeah. There's mm. friction. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's necessary. it's necessary. So to answer your question, that's it's so, that's so good. It's a disease. It mm-hmm. yeah. It's an acid mm-hmm. that's destroying the container. Mm. Yeah. This space. That's why it's always important to always, like, that's why I said it, you have to, it's a battle. You have to diet yourself every day. Because I won't lie, I'll get to a stage and people are like, yeah, Sean, wow, amazing. And if you if if that was to happen 10 years ago, I'll be like, yeah, you're screaming, but I don't know what I'm going to eat because I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. I know you're loving what I'm doing, but yeah. I'm going to walk home yeah. after yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in a place where I can't say that anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Sean, it's amazing. Now I have to check myself. Who yeah. are you wanting to elevate? Because mm. yeah. you, you've got the car. Because now the I money, have the car. Now got... I you see. <laughs> so we have to come back to, again, mm. wow. first love. That is that is so good, man. And I think that's why it's important to... And, and you guys can just chime in. And that's why it's so important to to define the why. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because I've seen this. Mm. And, <clears throat> you know, as somebody who's... Uh, well, no, I'm not like on international stages and stuff yeah yeah right the point though the point is it's so easy to get to a place where you start becoming self-conscious you start becoming thing you start doing things because you want to push your own name. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you start forgetting the reason why. And I've seen, because I deal with a lot of worship leaders, you know, and stuff and artists as well, where there's some guys who sort of very humble. Yeah. You know, very humble. It was all about Jesus. Guys would spend mm-hmm. all night prayers, mm-hmm. the works. But now they get to a certain place where they, they've now got the endorsements. They've now got, they're, they're popular. Mm. You know, they've got thousands of people following them, you know. And then all of a sudden you just start to see this, this arrogance, this, hey, you know, I, I'm i too important to do certain things. I'm too important to relate to certain people. And it just comes. And I think, and I'm, I'm speaking here to people who are in those spaces and those who are aspiring to get to those places that we've got to be very careful that the, the character thing that was spoken about, yeah. and that, that we don't, what, what's, what's the word? You can get to a point where you... You can now afford your sins. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, say that again. <laughs> say it yes. again. So, <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people are righteous until they can afford Ooh, to sin. Yay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Ooh, wow. <laughs> so, so now you're, you can afford your sin. You can afford to, to, to live a certain kind of way yeah. and no, no one will know. Yeah. Because now you can just get into your car and drive to that chick's house. Yes. No one is going to ask you anything. Before yeah. you couldn't because you... <laughs> Now you can afford to actually have a side chick exactly. and rent an apartment for her. Yes. Mm. And you won't even feel the pinch. And I think these are the things that we, we all have to be careful about, mm. you know? And um, maybe, maybe it's, it's, I mean, oh, listen guys, it's a, it's a whole plethora of things. But the point is we, we have to define those things at the, at the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. what is the purpose behind, like, what's the reason why I'm wanting to build, 
what, what's the reason why I'm building this media empire? Yeah. Mm. You know, what is it that I'm wanting to do? What's the reason why I'm doing all the things that mm. I'm doing? What's the reason why I'm doing the dance? All of this stuff, if we don't define it, if we don't let God shape it and define it for us, then, yeah, we'll just end up... Can I just add to that? Yes, sir. I think you just touched on... <laughs> it's still sinking in. Yeah, it's still marinating. It's still like rotisserie. <laughs> and, uh, you look at Apple, when they started, or Microsoft, or all these other, Google, all these other big companies. Mm-hmm. If you look at their vision when they started, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. What has changed is fear of influence. There were nobodies, and now there's somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the vision has stayed the yes, same yes. through the ages. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In other words, they are very clear on what their why is. Mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such that no matter what level of success happens, they stay on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Answering the same time, the same, giving the same answer. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And they'll give you the answer. Yeah. For, uh, for people in the creative space, a lot of us don't have a why. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. We do not have a crystal clear why. Why? Yeah. What we have is God, take me out of this situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. Take me out wow. of this. Wow. And then we find these things that tend to now bring back fruit. And now the fruit is now so much. Mm. What's missing? The why. why. The why, yeah. If we're clear on, to your point, the why... It doesn't matter what happens. You still stay true and give the same answer. I want to glorify God. So I like what Ken said at the beginning again. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we need, we have our individual things, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's supposed to bring glory to our Father. Mm-hmm. Right. So with every level of this, whether it's individual or corporate or whatever, you can sports team or when you're making things, if you ask yourself, Am I bringing glory to my father? Mm. Mm. Yes. Is God going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant? Because that's what we want to hear at the end of the day. If you can honestly ask yourself and give yourself that answer, then it's not about the fruit, the success, because you can have as much Mm. because your why is very clear. And I think why is having a clear, crystal clear why is super important to guard us and and govern us. Yeah, I love that. And I also think that sometimes when your why isn't clear, with time you begin to even lose the passion um, for what you're doing. Right. I've heard so many stories of big name celebrities who, after a while, they begin to feel trapped. They mm. liked it at first. And then after a while, it's like, no, I hate this. I ah. feel unfulfilled. I'm tired, you know. And so and I think it also goes back to the fact that most of them, they don't have gods to fuel that passion anyway mm-hmm. they don't have god to strengthen them and so they begin to lose it mm. Mm. a great story thank you grace for that a great story to to look at is the story of saul saul and david um i was kind of i was just looking for the for the scripture here and i i can't recall where i put it but <clears throat> should be first Samuel 9:17 yeah or something like that if I, if, I, if I remember correctly where when Saul is chosen to be a prophet he's a very humble person hmm. 
he actually says i'm from the least tribe of benjamin mm. and what not in, in other words he's saying i'm not fit to be king yeah. because i don't have what it takes to be king there's a humility that is there yeah. but what we see as saul's journey progresses saul becomes so consumed with what people thought of him he becomes so consumed with mm. being king mm. he's willing to to disobey god even when the judgment comes he still says to to samuel but just go uh, let's go to, to, to the front of the people so that the people think a certain way about me of course yeah. i'm paraphrasing here yeah. but i'm saying that you you see his heart's attitude changes along the way because mm. he becomes more consumed with what people thought of him mm. yeah and yet when you look at the life of david david is anointed king and everything all, all the circumstances surrounding david becoming king were just very strange because he wasn't even there on the lineup of the brothers <laughs> <laughs> that 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 the father uh, put in front of the prophet then he then says i know i have one other son Kachanda, yeah. like an afterthought right but then david is anointed but even after he's anointed king he doesn't automatically become king mm-hmm. there's this whole period of, of i don't know how many years where he's living in the jungle Saul is trying to kill him yeah. there's all sorts of things happening until he eventually becomes king and in in jewish custom david is regarded as the greatest king mm. yeah. who, who ever lived even today mm-hmm. right just because of of the the man that he was yeah. that even at the top of his um era as king he still says my my heart pants mm. yeah. for god as yeah. a deer as a deer yeah. long you know what i'm trying to say yeah. because that's the sort of person that he was when that whole thing happens with with sister batsheba he he runs back to god yeah. and You know he says a broken and contrite heart yeah. you do not despise. Come on. So there's, there's this heart that David yeah. has. Mm. Whereas when Saul uh, disobeys God, his heart is is shown in the way wow. that he reacts and then God rejects him. I'm just saying it's such an interesting contrast. And I think in a lot of ways we can become like Saul. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where we start mm. off wow. very very humble and God and God begins to reveal to you that this is the direction I want you I want you to take. and things start happening doors start opening mm. and now <laughs> mm. whether it's in business the contracts start coming or whether it's in your career you start getting the promotions you sent to ruin our weekend who sent you who sent you i think it's the coffee it's the coffee i think it's the coffee <laughs> you 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 bought the coffee now. so and but then and and then we we start to think Hey, I'm a, I'm a big deal. Yeah. You know, and we we used to to love people, to care for people. We used to look up. Now you're like, no, I'm too important. I can't be I can't be I can't be associating with people mm. of this level. Yeah. You know, because now you you're you're with the who's who's in town. You're being invited to important. So I'm saying it's very easy for that to happen mm. to happen to us. And the the sad part about that story is they, uh, is God says to to Saul in the same way that you ro- that that you're, you you've torn Samuel's robe when when you're trying to turn away mm. he says god has torn your way. kingdom yeah. Yeah. away from you yeah. and given it to somebody who is better hey. than you that that's the, that's the wording that yeah. The, yeah. that the bible uses and so lost his purpose because he got consumed with the applause of man yeah. mm. and with his own arrogance so and so i think just contrasting those two stories and i was thinking about this a lot over the holiday just the life of david and the life of Saul that David even after he sinned the way that he did he still ran back to God he still he made so many blunders in his life mm, mm. but his heart was so set on God and I think for us 
you know, as as believers, I think that's the challenge, especially yeah. in the day in the day that we're living in, right? That yeah. we, we it's a fight, like Sean was saying, mm-hmm. that it's a constant fight, fight. Yeah. to make sure that we don't we don't lose mm. the, the why, mm. Mm. which which is God. Yeah, mm. reminds me of that statement. How does it go again? Like, um, is it for the cause or for the applause? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. It's hard, guys. I think we just need to have default settings. <laughs> right? Because we, we're not perfect people. Yeah. I think if, 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 if we're clear in our heads that we're not, we're not perfect, God does not see us as perfect, we shouldn't see ourselves as perfect. When we do mess up, yeah. we should have default settings like David. Yeah. He knew what to do what when he, to messed, do up. When he yeah. messed up. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't up for debate. Yeah. Yeah. To such a point that God himself said, now this is a man after my, yeah. after my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. There was just this default setting about yeah. him. Yeah. Like, I slept with someone's wife. I had him killed in, 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 in the line of attack yeah. at war. I messed up. And then who was he? Who came to him and said, they gave that prophecy or Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. Like this, 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 this is like, ah, uh, then he himself responded, that person should be killed. And yeah. Nathan was like, ha, huh, it's you. Yeah. Default setting tore his robes off. Yeah. Cried yeah. and cried and cried and cried. And God was like to him, unfortunately, your son is not going to survive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But in default settings, yeah. mm. success, failure, default setting. Mm. Wow. That's so good, man. That's so good. And, yeah. and how quickly he returned to God afterwards. Mm. Because after we mess up, there's sometimes a tendency to, you know, to stay Distance. away for a while. Mm. Yeah. And that's when it becomes really dangerous yes. now. Yes. Because you, that's where the guilt and the shame builds up and you're yeah. like, ah, no, it's exactly. okay. And then yeah. now for some, it's lost forever. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just do a moonwalk. Yeah. Um. Wow, man. So just to, something I want to just ask quickly as we get ready to round up. Uh, Sean, I'm going to come back to you again. If you don't mind me asking this, um, I know you spoke about the second time that, 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 God, that God spoke to you. Yeah. Um I remember when when I heard the news that your your wife had passed away and and your son. I was like, what yeah. the heck? That was that was devastating. That was just the craziest thing that I'd I'd ever heard. But I remember just seeing you at the funeral and the way you, I, I was like, this guy. You know, and you were preaching <laughs> to people and stuff. I just want to know, and this is just in line with what we're discussing, actually. Mm. Mm. I'd like to know that I can only imagine how difficult a journey um, it has been. But I'd, I'd like to know what what's kept you. I know so many stories of people who go through difficult things and they just fall off. They're just like, screw this God stuff. I want nothing to do with this. And they just go off the rails completely. They just start doing all kinds of things because they're so, they can't handle stuff. But I've watched you. I've, I've watched how you, you've just remained so focused on God, remained focused on, on the things that you do, mm. the enthusiasm that you have as you do it. You're still out there encouraging people, preaching the gospel. I mean, you get to travel all over the mm. world. You're in LA recently. Mm. Yeah. You're doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, but this guy, how does he do it? So, I'm just curious to know, and for the sake of our listeners as well, what what would you say has kept you? It might sound cliche, but 
it's a simple answer. It's him. Wow. It's mm. it. I might try and dissect it left, right, center. Try to be deep, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I really can't. Part of what it means to be human, the root word for human is humility. Know your place. Whoa. You're not wow. God. Whoa. You cannot fix anything. You can't. So no matter how much wisdom we accrue mm. to figure out life, you're still not God. We are finite human beings. Mm. So you lean on the one who can. Mm. That's why I say it's him. Mm. I, I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, I, I have the blueprint. Mm-mm. I don't. Yeah. Mm. But what I've done faithfully, thanks to him again for yeah. giving me the grace to do that. Mm. He just said, stay here. Right. Where do you want to go? Where else can you go? Yep. Mm. Where else can you find comfort, peace? Mm. Where else can you be sorrowful? And yet rejoice. Mm. Where can you find this tension? Mm-hmm. And it's harmonious. Mm. That I'll be able to say, yes, I'm sad, but I'm thankful at the same time. Wow. That God has been good to me. Because at that funeral, I actually said, I'm in pain, but God is still good. Um, yeah. To me. I remember that. Wow. Mm. To me. And I meant that. And a huge part of that is... Spending time in his word. I always have this discussion with people like, out of everything that God did, he could have come now mm-hmm. at the age of technology, yeah. just write out a tweet. Yeah. I am he whom the Father has sent. Yeah. Mm. Come follow me. And everyone with mobile phones would have had it. Yeah. But he chose to come. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to leave everyone with this book. Right. Why? Because he said, you are the one who's going to flip those pages and get to know about me. Are you willing to invest time to do that? Are you willing to invest the effort and the energy to flip through those pages and have his word leap out and change you and transform you? Mm. That's the only thing that is kept. So I prayed a long time ago when I was even funny enough. Sorry, I'm I'm going on, but it's fine. It's I'll okay. still go. Yeah. I remember when I prayed, when I started dancing, I was like, God, I don't know if this is going to happen, if I'm going to succeed or not, but I'm trusting you for these two things. Number one, I want to stay close to you. Mm. And number two, I want that fruit of the spirit called joy, mm. whether I succeed or not. Okay. So if I'm happy, it's not because I'm su- <laughs> I have money in the bank. Maybe I have nothing. Mm. But if it's the fruit of the spirit, it's the work that he does in you to birth mm. that. And it's up to him when he gives it to you or when he grows that. Mm. So in all my life, that's why I'm always joyful. And I always tell him, like, God, if I'm not happy, I'm not happy. So if I'm not happy, you're going to see that I'm not happy. Yeah. But if I am, trust me, it's genuine. Wow. It's not a facade. It's not like putting up a face. So what is... Are you is, ever not happy, though? Because you just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was about like, to I've ask that. I've never seen Sean sad. Like, you get yeah. angry. You're just, like, always smiling. Yeah, I'm just like, what's wrong, what's wrong with yeah. you, man? You're making us look bad. <laughs> like, do you get angry? Like, do you know how no, to get I, angry? Yeah, righteous anger. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's him. He's yeah. the one. He's the one who has given me the wisdom and the grace. He's the one who has ordered my steps. Yeah. He's the one who has brought back all those memory verses I learned. Just to say, Sean, why are you mourning over yeah. your wife and son as if mm. you don't know where they are? Mm. 
Wow. You haven't lost them. You know exactly where they are. Mm. They're in my arms. And mm. you believe that. Uh-huh. Live it out. Wow. Don't mourn. Why are you mourning as if you don't have hope? As Christian, you grieve because you have hope. So all those things are things that he kept bringing back to me. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I was even telling Grace earlier on. I was like, if you, if you had to ask my son and wife right now, would you want to come back to Sean's arms? <laughs> That's the hell no. They'll be like, hell no. <laughs> They'll probably tell me, Sean, stomach this. Yeah. You know you want to be here. Yeah. Right. Because these arms are the best arms exactly. that all of us want to be held by wow. when he comes back. So why would I want to leave them now to come back to your good arms? <laughs> you know, so so this this relationship with God is, I can't even explain it. It's yeah. the thing that has kept me rooted and grounded and just authentic yeah. in everything that I've done without showing face or trying to buff myself up or anything like that. That is so. That is so good. For mm, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yo. Oh, man. This I is think. this is a good way to start the year. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so before we go, any any parting shots from you guys? None from no. me. No. After I, after, after Sean, we we <laughs> not, no, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, just really, really good stuff, Sean. Thank yeah. you so much, man. We definitely want to have you back, and um, thank you for just being vulnerable enough to share that because i know that's that's a pretty deep thing mm. and to our listeners if you've been listening i hope you you managed to catch some of what's being shared here mm. that i think there's just so much that's been shared this is the kind of episode that i think you need to listen to a couple mm. of times just to extract extract yeah all mm. the different wisdoms yeah <laughs> that have been shared <clears throat> while from us here at radiant culture we're excited about 2024. We've got a lot of exciting things that we're going to yeah. be doing. So stay tuned, stay connected. We really believe that God, God is going to do some amazing things through this, this podcast, through this platform. We believe the same for your lives. Let's keep searching. Let's keep pursuing him. Let's keep pursuing purpose. Let's stay grounded. Let's know the why. Mm. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.